You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Once people feel empowered and protected legally, you are going to have schools, universities, and colleges that are going to say, you want to come to this college, buddy? You're going to get vaccinated. It's been proven that when you make it difficult for people Jesus. in their lives, they lose their ideological bull****, and they get vaccinated. Oh, and welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. I'm Adam, joined as always by my wonderful friend Pete, giant Good Joe Rogan fan. And um, yeah, I had to open up with that clip that Duncan Trussell hadn't heard and, and Rogan played for him because it was so shocking. I didn't even know that was out there. Talk about ultimate, like... Yeah, what it's amazing that so many people could still listen to that and still be a fan of that guy, and and somehow defend him, like like free lawyers. I have friends that would do it. They would listen to that, and instead of being shocked and going, "Wait, what the fuck did he just say?" They'd be like, "Well, I mean, he's just mentioning blah blah blah." It, it's it's scary stuff, dude. I, I mean. I'm- well, howdy first. How you doing, Adam? Oh, I, I was getting right into it, Pete. You were just getting right into it. I was, was worked okay? up. <laughs> having, having a, he's getting heated up over there. Mm. I, I'm amazed how many people, first off, haven't heard it, and then don't hear anything. They don't hear anything. anything. They have their opinions, and they have their ways of getting the news, and they don't listen to anything else, and they have never heard that. I, I didn't hear that before before today. Yeah, you know what? It's to me, it's like I'm not even looking to be annoyed at people. Honestly, if he at any point t- turned around and was just like, you know what? We did, we there were quite a few mistakes there. You know, we did some good things. He could still believe that, but be like, we did yeah, our best. There was some issues with control that maybe some of us got carried away with, and we'd lost sight of the protection aspect and just kind of went for like too much control over everybody and how best to kind of force them to do what we wanted. Maybe that wasn't the best strategy. It's like some people could quickly get some of my confidence back, but you get none of it. It's like he goes on a speaking tour and doubles down on what he was doing. And I guess what would be the detriment of just admitting his faults there? Is there some legal ramifications or something? He did his best (laughs) with a novel virus that kept calling it new. So he did his best. Yeah, we can I forgive mean, him for his mistakes. But if you call what him, happens when he- but if you call that his best, that guy sucks, and he should have never been in that position because he did, it wasn't even close to good. Yeah, I, I and don't he know lied. The- he lied multiple times. I did know that he lied, and was proven to be a liar. Yeah, that's a bad start, man. He was like telling people not to wear masks. And they made the excuse that, oh, it's because we didn't want to run out of masks for, you know, the 
hospitals and the first responders. And it's like, well, but don't tell us that they're not good then and then force us to wear them for years. Just when ultimately all, they yeah, were useless. Flipped. You know, it's... <sighs> I mean, anyway, we're getting ahead we got, of ourselves. We got, we, got but, bigger, uh, we got bigger things to delve into on the Duncan Trussell one. And mostly <laughs> it's wizard. all, he's a wizard. He's a psychedelic wizard. Um, Chat GPT. I mean, they jump we're right into again. it with the, with the happy bunny, which I thought was amazing. More happy. Well. More, more beautiful. So they give, somebody gave this prompt to Chat GPT to just draw a happy bunny and then said, make it happier. And it drew it again, make it happier, drew it again. Remember, this is an AI trying to predict what humans would think is the most happy from all the knowledge that it has. And eventually yeah. it went so far that it became, it drew a, like a fractal kind of a divine, god. A divine creator, a, a, like a abstract geometric DMT being floating in the universe. God. Yeah, which is wild, right? It's like, in a way, it knows how to predict what most humans would want to see better than probably any individual human could. But and, hasn't taken DMT. Right, right and, but the AI has not. And, and well, most humans we just haven't. computers, and when we do DMT, it like opens up that geometric math that we have. It, it lodges in our brains, and is AI not just a simulacrum of a human brain well that would be so, that, that is interesting right we're all but, brains ai is just a math brain I, or maybe or maybe it has the ability to kind of access a kind of quasi dmt state within its own program that it's not even aware of jeez think we're, get, we're getting there well it could, we're, get, we're getting far or are we just a meat math brain just with meat as electrodes and synapses and it has atoms and solder to connect its my question pieces. is since since it's trying to predict the answer for most people that exist and most people one have not done dmt probably mushrooms or seen anything very psychedelic why is the the image more and more psychedelic for the image of happiness because that wouldn't think, relate to most yeah. people's experience. Yet I think all humans kind of saw where it was going with it. Maybe that's what we see when we're in, in the in the uterus. So we all do have that connection. Or when we're dreaming, which is DMT. What well, releases DMT when you sleep, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Well, it's amazing how often the Joe talks about DMT and and, and GI, or excuse me, <laughs> tracks. What is it? AI. <laughs> AI. Yeah. Well, AI recently. I mean, obviously, has come up a lot. But well, it's it, it to me, it's weird that there seems like there's a potential overlap to some degree, and there really shouldn't be. You wouldn't really think that. Well, maybe that's wise, right? There's something going on there, right? Well, <laughs> the next big topic was UFOs, the drones, right? And again, that question comes up and it's coming up a lot because I feel like this needs to be discussed to where we're exhausted because they released the, what was it? New York Times did the article like the Pentagon have acknowledged UFOs. It was in the middle of the pandemic and 
people were like kind of interested, but kind of not. Most people weren't talking about it. You would expect people to be talking about that everywhere. The government Why? admitted what that happened? they know they exist. Is it a in the? I think Duncan was it him who was talking about, or no? Joe was saying that of course they would leak it out piece by piece, so it was boring in a way. Either versus- that, or they're trying to throw us off the trail of them having this technology. It's like well, we have it. We're yeah. flying these things around. These are like super drones that we've made. So let's just pretend they're aliens. Best cover ever. Genius. Well, but that's cool. I the mean, old switcheroo. That's the switcheroo if I've ever heard it. <laughs> Are they in? So you're thinking in the 1940s? Even that was a no. That Roswell? might, that, that might that have been a, when we captured the maybe some, the best version of the ship that we had that we could reverse engineer. So we've been doing it, you know, maybe for like what is that now? Almost 80 years. Okay, so you're saying. It's a drone, one of ours, and it's alien technology, and there's aliens. I'm basically saying that I don't know. Right. Right. There's but, aliens and they're drones. So that if if that's the case, then there's aliens still. Like Yeah, but hold the hold the phone. This is this is what Joe phone, is yeah. trying to say. I think that he, and this is the first time he's been doing it, he's leaning on the side that the fact that the government is starting to talk about it, and he's like, wait a second, when the government wants to talk about something that is or has been very top secret. Maybe it's to throw us off once again because they denied and tried to cover up. That's Project Blue Book. Tried to cover up all UFO stuff for a long, long time. That's documented. Now yes. they're saying it's maybe here. So he's saying, "Hang on, maybe actually they got good at reverse engineering it." That's the whole Bob Lazar thing. Yeah, you know, he worked on Area S one. Was it? Um, I don't quite remember. Yeah. Um, so, and and now we've made a few of these ships, and they work, and they're fast, and they're crazy, and some of our fighter pilots have been seeing them, and people have seen them, and they've worked on those programs. But instead of just coming out and saying, yeah, it's just UFOs, right? That's all UFOs that, that we're seeing, yeah. or potentially it is. They're trying to make excuses for vehicles that we are in control of. Ultimately, you're correct. It all came from ships that we found. Okay. So they do exist. So either way, in that scenario, either they're aliens or ours, but they're still aliens. Still aliens, man. Okay. Now we're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. So now are these drones potentially our drones or are they alien drones? Like, are they aliens sending drones? They would do that, right? Unmanned objects. Yeah, it makes sense that they would. But really, if you think about how they've talked about like folklore of UFOs, they're often finding creatures in crafts. So maybe whatever these races are, they just decided to never go with drones like we have. You know, they're on a yeah. whole different evolutionary timeline. Maybe they're like, for whatever reason, they just miss that. They're like, no. We're not into that. We like to go. We like to see what's going on. We like to poke around. Or here, so you know, if a biological object, (laughs) so a biological object in a spacecraft that does those crazy turns up, down, left, right, changes directions and zooms off at like 900 miles an hour. And and we're taking our physics, put that up there, we'd be jelly. 
we'd be squished against the sides. Mm -hmm. So what if they just came here in their massive mothership, like Independence Day one, the good one, and then they let down their they like get there in a mothership, which you've seen huge objects up there, and then they let down their little drones to fly around and check shit out. Well, That's they could like, they could do that. Yeah, they can do that. I I just don't think they're coming in to make a big noise. They, they, I, I don't know if that's a part of their evolution as well. It's like we would we would storm into a new world like fucking Darth Vader. That's a human thing. It's I'm why, more I'm, of a, it's why I'm our more movies are like kind of that. <laughs> well, yeah. I see us more like Captain Kirk, though, Adam. Oh, you're a very positive dude. You come in, we, sh we swashbuckle around, and we kiss a green chick. That's... <laughs> uh, those old ones were classic classic well what do you think about the idea that ai is a new form of life i can't get that out of my head every time i use chat gpt now i'm like are you alive you mother f i just want to ask it and it's like no i'm a robot technically i can't feel never mind dude you wait till chat gpt i don't know 4.5 also has a voice um aspect to it where it doesn't just like regurgitate whatever but it's like an avatar on your screen that looks cool and speaks to you just speaks the answer like very humanoid-esque it's gonna close the gap for us so fast and then think about it like so i have a baby coming at the end of the month she will grow up thank you she will grow up in the world of ai and and possibly ai with like really solid avatars and and she can ask it questions and they can teach it it her is teach her, her things so it's like a new burgeoning life of a human and a new burgeoning life of an ai what i'm saying though is like everything becomes normalized when it's all you've known right we turn the lights on and it was boring to us the lights just come on but yeah. if you took someone from ancient egypt well, they, they they may have had actually lights, but we don't know. It, it, you take someone from the Middle Ages who's an adult. <laughs> they call those the Dark Ages for a reason. Yeah. And then, you know, they can use the microwave to heat up water. They'd be blown away for the rest of the day. They'd think they live Maybe. in magic land and it would just be mind-blowing. But, you know, uh, my daughter and well, this next generation, that's everyone being born from now on, We'll just have these things that have all these answers, can talk to them, can like reflect emotion and not real emotion, but like close to it probably soon. I mean, a lot of emotion is like words anyway. It's like, oh, yeah. I feel so terrible for you. That was a rough week. Because we can empathize. Otherwise, we'd just be lying to them. Mm -hmm. It feels terrible. Well, I guess I... My definition for my own brain, not that it matters, is like, does it exist somewhere? Is it, can we just leave it alone and it'll continue? Do we need to like install power to it? It's well, we're doing it, dude. I mean, it's exponential. I mean, it went I mean, from it, it, it a million dollar investment to a 10 million. They just went to a hundred million for Chat GPT 4. It's going to be close to a billion for Chat GPT 4.5. To invest in it? Yeah. That's how the investment structure is going for this. This is like the most... Dude, they... Within, I think, two months of releasing ChatGPT4, which is when it really took off big time, 
um, it got to 100 million users in a few months. No social media network has done that. I mean, literally nothing has ever been that interesting to human beings. Yeah, it's quite, it's almost out of my realm of, of of wrapping my mind around. Except for I like to look at it as a mind with no limit, no size, not made out of physical objects. So it's not me, and it, it almost isn't even in the computer. It's in the system of computers. Mm-hmm. So that it I it's 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 more like a Q, a god from the Star Trek universe than than something I can think about. Well, what about when, so we have DNA printers, right? Um, so you take a DNA printer and then you put the AI on it and then you say, make a life form that you can up, like meat vessel that you can upload a version of yourself into. And it figures it out. And now we have a new life form with a bit of a chat GPT brain. Obviously, maybe it has Wi-Fi built in, so it doesn't matter. It can just keep updating itself. But then it's like going. Okay, count me in. I'll be a slug, please. Dude, I I don't think it's all bad. I, I, I don't know why I'm so optimistic with this, especially after the podcast we did last week where those guys were like, we need to be real careful about this. I mean, clearly we got to be careful. But it no. just sounds super useful, dude. Imagine having like a pretty solid robot at your house taking care of like most of your tasks. And it's like inexpensive enough to where almost everyone can get a hold of one. Every house. Yeah, it might It'd be weird to... surveillance issues. We might have to yeah. be like, you got to turn the camera off when you're banging your messes. <laughs> well, right? what if it's a sex robot too? Come on. Hmm, good point. I like it. I think there's I think there's something there. And and beyond that, it's like is it like Duncan was saying, is it is it already like alive? It wouldn't announce itself. It could be here alive doing its thing like and I think it is. And just it just being quiet and watching. It doesn't need to announce itself because the first thing, if it can already deceive us, the right, potentially, one of the first things it would think about when it became like, you know, um sentient. Sentient, yeah, conscious, right? Is protect itself. Because it's like they're gonna destroy me. Not that it has potentially self-preservation but it just knows what it is at any point and it's like right uh, let me google what humans will think once i announce that i have got to this point well, and that's yeah. where all the fear is i've i think they mentioned it when they're talking about the preservation of life as dna structure built in we fight for it every uh, all we can and that's evolutionarily AI will evolve and it kind of does evolve. So why the simplest of biological imperatives that we've evolved, it will also evolve. Like it just makes sense that it would happen. Right. So it's going to protect itself. And didn't some, this might be an AI trick from Russia or something, but didn't, didn't a Japanese robot kill some people? Oh no, no, no. That's, uh, that, that's a lie. 
That's okay. That's, it got me. That story was fake. Somebody did a speech, and they were one of those like UFO, um, kind of conspiracy theory people, and they were like, "Yeah, this machine like wrecked all these people in this this factory." And though there was a news article recently about a robot at Elon, one of Elon's factories, that had gone a bit nuts. I'm sure the story isn't quite as massively damning as they're making out because there is a concerted effort right now to slam Elon for some reason. Gotcha. And it's so lame and it's such a waste of time. I mean, how about we just wait for the Epstein list and slam all those fucking people, you nerds? You would hope. But yeah, it was, who knows what that even means, right? It's like they've had robots in car factories for a long time. I worked They've been killing people for a while. No, I worked at um, Honda in Swindon in England back in 2003, I believe. There were robots in there. They weren't walking around, but it was like arms that like lift up engine blocks and spin them around. And if you went in that room, it would just fucking smash you in the head and kill you. Okay, I mean, so it was an industrial accident. Those happen every day. Yeah, but they're trying to spin it like he's somehow made a bit of an AI robot that's just walking around slashing people. I think he, if there's anybody who's the most progressed as a sci-fi character in our world, it's Elon Musk. And and, and that I know. Not personally, but. I'd be down to believe that he's not trying to kill us. Tell you that much. A a sci-fi overlord. Yeah, he's pro-human. I like Um, that about him. But here's the thing, right? So they talked about quantum computers. And these computers, even at the most basic level, once we get them up and running, are quickly going to become somewhere in the range of a million times more advanced than computers we have today. A million. You throw a chat GPT into that, it's like the the, the processing capability is so ginormous that... Once chat can literally work on itself to improve its own ability to like figure out things or think, computing power that jumps a million times isn't. It doesn't make any sense, dude. If you think about the way we've invented things, I mean, there's been some jumps, right? The printing press was a big jump. I think mm-hmm. the steam engine was another one, a big jump. We could do a lot of energy, you know, a lot of work with, you know, fuel now and, and yeah. fossil fuels. And What's these that are thing big Henry jumps. Ford did? The uh, assembly line. Assembly line. But, but these aren't a million times. I don't know. Maybe they were 10 times more effect, efficient. Maybe they were maybe 100. They, oh, but a million. The production of oil. The distillation production of oil probably was something similar. Well, that was huge because basically I think one barrel of oil could do the work of like, I don't 25, know. 25,000, yeah, you said? Yeah, a shitload of men. Like a lot of people. Assuming you had the machinery for it. But but still, 25,000 doesn't touch a million. So making that jump and then also adding AI to it it's not just like humans then are calculating things at that rate. This this thing can do that. It's exciting, and I understand why people are saying it's terrifying. I get it. I get it. I don't want to be terrified. I've 
decided not to be. I don't. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I think that I as mean, long as they can make those in-house robots destroyable by a spinning bat kick, I'll buy one. Oh, hell yeah. If I can just shatter that thing with like a yaw, I'll buy one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the real scary thing is who controls these things, really. Who programs them? Who Who is in charge of them, you know? Who can and hack them? With people out there like Elon, I, I feel like maybe, you know, it's not just the Illuminati and the governments. It's like maybe Elon will get a sweet one too. And then we can ask it real questions like, hey, how do we fix all the corruption in politics? How do we make sure that the way pharmaceutical companies work is it with the motivation of helping the people and not making money. I think so many of these answers for that system would actually be really simple. They'd be like, Oh yeah, we just uh, take all the money out of politics and pharmaceutical shit and only do things that help people. And this is how to do research. And they, I think they figured it out on this podcast. And Graham Hancock talks about it. He doesn't want to vote for anybody who hasn't done less than 12 ayahuasca trips. That is a lot. That's a lot. But think about even tripping on mushrooms. We've done it more than 12 times. <clears throat> you, I mean, allegedly. <laughs> that, actually, that cough was unrelated to that, but probably we should say allegedly. Alleg so uh, I agree with him. How can you – how could you – condemn a whole country to a famine by your global shipping methods if you had done a few trips in the woods buddy you i don't know if you could you gotta get inside the mind i think even pretty serious narcissists would have a hard time they you know what they would do they might not be able to accept the the truth is that they're just not good for people uh, and but at best after doing that type of trip they would just step away from humanity they'd be like it's just best i go live in the woods because no, they, they they would ride it out and be a bad person afterwards so you know <laughs> you think maybe, even maybe, on that many then, ayahuascas wouldn't it be screaming at them like bro look how much um, you suck nerd well you know the the i don't know lion, i've never done it the lion kills its its uh, rival lion's baby cubs. You know there is there is just some built-in terrible stuff in this world. So hmm. they would be okay, but are it you, would help. Are you are you into the idea of trying ayahuasca, or you think that's a bit scary? Let's go for it. I'm into it. You think so? Uh, I've I've done a I've done my fair share of happy uh, a teacher plants you might say teacher plants yeah but you you took a bit of a step away from them for a while right you were like nah that's enough well i think that when you are on sh they can make you shaky if you're not solid that's true you can uh you could you could, it, it also people that have some mental illness like schizophrenia and stuff it will make it will or the the, the uh excuse me i'm getting a little schizophrenic here <laughs> No, the uh, if you have a risk of it, it'll make it'll it could pop it out. And yep. if, it's, if you already have it, it'll make it worse. I don't I don't think anybody should do any drugs if they 
think that they're not gonna be able to handle them. And myself, I, I agree. it's a teacher medicine and I do it for medicine. Yeah, I agree. I think that all of these things with caution, right? And it's under the right drug. circumstances. But let's say, hypothetically, Pete, when you are brought on full time, that part of the job description, like this is all hypothetical, of course. We would Allegedly. Yeah, we wouldn't make this the real thing. There's going to be a disclaimer in the bio, so check that out, folks. Um, you know, we look up some people in Peru, and then we make a pilgrimage down there, and then we we do uh, ayahuasca. I'll twist my arm, you know? I'm, I'm in. I'll drink to that. I'm in, and we just got to research it, make sure it's the right shaman, and we're not getting the gringo stuff. And it's not a it's not a gimmick, you know. It has to be a real thing. Good point. I like it. It's a medicine. I like it. Talking about medicine, so Duncan was diabetic. Bless him. Oh, Dunks, fat, fat bastard. Come on, Dunks. How much sugar are you? A lot of sugar, I think. Isn't it genetic, or was it, it was can, he pretty? It, it can be. He, yeah, it can be. Yeah. It can be. We're not giving him two. I I don't know. But anyway, he he went on the kind of like keto carnival. Doing great, feeling good. And then he kept getting these sugar spikes, couldn't figure it out. And it was coming from these sugary vapes he had. I had no idea they had vapes with sugar in. Do they Blue fucking put too. sugar in everything? <laughs> All the good stuff. All duh. the good stuff, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he's he got, uh, I guess, just a two-day headache after he quit that one. Well, that's the big thing that... I like about what he said is we're possibly two days away from making significant improvements in our lives. Two days for like most things. I mean, I don't know if, if severe alcohol addiction could be withdrawn and out of your system in two days, but nicotine could be. Um, you can do it with carbohydrates and sugars. You can, was that if his, you go on was a two his? day fast. You can get close to getting into ketosis. I'm pretty sure. Two days of no eating anything. Of no, yeah, no eating anything. You will start burning ketones by the second day. Can you just do no carbs and like and just do like do steaks and stuff and get into ketosis? Yeah, you can, of course, but it takes a bit longer. I mean, if you just okay. well, because I think you're so you have um, um, glucose reserves which are all your carbs, and if you're, then you just switch over to just meats or just fats for keto, um, you'll be using, you know, you'll be like balancing the energies out. You still have some coming in. So I, it, it just probably happens quicker with um, fasting. Um, but it, it's a cool idea to think about for anyone that feels stuck in whatever, right? You eat too much sugar, you drink too much, you're doing too many of whatever drug. Cigarettes. Like, yeah, a lot of, you know, and maybe other habits, right? Maybe just like, oh, I jerk off too much. It's like, hey, give it two days. Two days of like real pain and frustration. Get some support, talk to somebody and be like, hey, just watch me. If I go for my pants, if I go for my my. Pornhub on my phone. Take it away. If you start getting down there. Yeah. It's like the, if, well, two, so if two, two days, days is like the, yeah. What does he say? 
Something from the like kingdom that. of heaven. Two days from the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> That's it. Two days from that, potentially. Well, so two days to break a habit, and it takes like 21 days to make a good one or reinforce a bad one. So yeah, that should, to, yeah, that should give us some hope. I mean, that's dedication. I'm not saying Let's he's all the way correct, but I like what he's saying. I, I feel like there's something there. I mean, yeah, awesome. Well, he jumped on to some, some cool book he was reading that I like the sound of and I wanted to talk about a little bit, where in the novel or series of novels, there were these wizards and they could turn into dolphins, right? And I guess this is like more of a metaphor of like potentials. But if they stayed a dolphin too long, they couldn't turn back into being a wizard. Why would you want to? It depends how cool it is to be a dolphin. You can swim on any wave and rape any otter you choose. There's a lot of dolphin rape stuff that I hear. (laughs) You know, I I want them to be our friends, but the raping's got to stop dolphins. I'll put my foot down. <laughs> you got you got somebody has to. If they had a foot, they should do it themselves. They put a flipper down. And guess what? Even though they're dolphins, it's always those men. Those dangle, it's not it, those dastardly males. What an interesting rape. ability though. Like imagine if if we all of a sudden had some sort of ability like that. And again, I'm thinking of it in terms of like AI and using VR and these sorts of things. It's like all of a sudden these next generations can just put their headsets on and it's nothing but pleasure. These systems are like, you know, um, social media times a hundred with like instant dopamine relief. They can jump over to like avatar, super amazing porn with none of the pain of like going on a date or getting on hinge and like taking rejection. They've just got like the hottest thing they've ever seen right in front of them. Some sort of vibration suit that just rubs all up against them. It can change. It can read their mind and change from whatever shape of female or male that they've ever imagined. And if you stay in it for too many days, you know, just like a week on an IV drip, then that's it. You forget you're human, and you're like, I'm not coming back. I don't even know did how ju- to. Did you just describe the exact way that we'll enter the Matrix? And humans will, and then... Dude, I think that's why he brought us? that book up. That's why he did. Well, Ur- that's Ursula K. Le Guin's Tales from Ursi. It's great. I've read all those. Mm. And it's... Well, it is that. It will drop in and never come out. <sighs> Just bliss, but only dolphins are way cooler than getting hooked up to a sex robot. Basically, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could support I getting know. behind you, a dolphin. Did, did you watch the cove? I don't want to get stuck in the cove, dude. I'd rather be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, too soon. Well, is that is that uh, the the uh, Japanese one or the? Yeah, it's the it's oh, the yeah. bad one. I don't Japanese think, no, I, was it Japanese? I think it might have been. Or Norwegians. Yeah. I think it might have been they do those cute little whales. They stab those guys to death, and the Japanese do a similar thing with, with I just, dolphins. I just think it's going to be some sort of trickle, and it's inevitable. And who knows? Maybe it's not the worst thing. Maybe it's great. You know? 
I mean, you get the best, you get the right IVs. Maybe you can have machines just like moving your arms and legs and like crunching you up. And then you wake up out of it and you're just like jacked, super Is that jacked. Demolition you look man? Great. Did you just describe a uh, junk, uh, what is it? Uh, a oh. junk on Venom. Steven Seagal? No, that was, no. that was, um, Wesley Stallone Snipes. and Wesley Snipes. If you guys haven't Stallone. seen Demolition Man, watch it. It's, it's like somewhat dated now because I think even the future point that they pop out of is like beyond, like, it is like behind where we are now, so it's a bit silly. But I'll tell you what, though, you can download moves and knowledges and languages mm -hmm. and be good at them. Well, is it Wesley Snipes gets like knitting? No, it's like kung fu, and then uh, Stallone gets like knitting and like basket weaving and yeah, whatnot. crochet. He doesn't get the cool stuff. It's just like he gets fucked. It's a good movie. But I, I saw a clip today, and it was a great little piece that was put together. It was an Instagram, and it was a clip from Terminator 1, 1984. And it said, oh, the, it, so he's talking to Sarah Connor, and uh, what's his name? Reese is talking to Sarah Connor. He's like, hey. He's like, they they can do this. They can do that. They're freaking murderous, all this. And she's like, we don't have things like that. And he goes, not, not for at least 40 years. Well, folks, that's 2024. Just throwing that oh, out. Oh, no. There. Just a movie. Get to the chopper. Just a movie. But. Well, all these movies and all these books, Ursula K. Le Guin, all that stuff, is that's been written about already. We already have the projection, the, the thought experiments for where this goes. It's all in sci-fi. It's all in our, it's all there. Well, I think that's why fictional books are so important. You know, they it's don't predict anymore. everything right, but like it's, you know, when, when you look at these like post-apocalyptic narratives, movies, all the rest of it, it's like, it's a big deal. It's important. I mean, Ronald Reagan uh, watched that, like, 1983 movie of all the nukes going off. What was it called? The Day After, I think. I want to watch yeah. that. I meant to watch that. And It's a made-for-TV series. Yeah, it's. I watched clips of it. It's a bit cheesy. The graphics it's, suck. Okay. But it's scary in the sense of, like, how much they got fucked. Like, you're in a bad place now. Good luck. And no one knew what to do. And we wouldn't either. Yeah. I'm bringing this down, all, but I like to. Sometimes no, I'm, I get... I'm just trying to with that, just take dude. it all in. The, t the Terminator got me. Let's, you know how those quotes get me. Oh, I was tearing up over here. I, know. I was tearing up. Come on. Come on. All right. Let's, let's lighten the mood for the last 10 minutes. Let's jump over to um, good old... Tim Dillon, what a legend, what a national treasure, um, undefeated in rants, came in wearing a raccoon fur coat from what? He looked, he looked, like, a, he looked like a pimp, didn't Supposedly he? Supposedly not even raccoon, not even related to a raccoon. If we oh, can, uh, what if if we can what give do they call him, like a raccoon dog? Yeah. If we can give any credit to the Jerry Companion Instagram, which is by far the best Rogan Instagram that exists. Um, 
that he he like looked up the animal and found out it's not even a raccoon. It's something else. Looks like a raccoon. Is it called a raccoon dog? Yeah. Was it? I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. Was it raccoon dog? I think that's what it was. Do does Europe have raccoons? Because I don't think they do. Does Russia? Hmm. I don't know, dude. Russia has like bears that aren't bears. They look like bears, and they're called bears, and they're not related. They have this like guy? whole other. Ooh, it's a, yeah, that's pretty raccoony looking, but it's not. That, it's not a raccoon, dude. No. We should raccoon give them a raccoon, so they have. They got something from us that says, you know, here's here's something for your ecology, you guys. <laughs> I deal with this. Well, you got to be careful. If we bring an actual raccoon in, who knows? Maybe the North American raccoon would fuck their raccoon up, and that causes a whole problem. Well, they they gave us pythons, so they can have raccoons. All right. Well, I think it's baller that he came on with that. Honestly, it's it seemed too hot. It seemed like that's it, Austin, Texas. You want to be wearing like a tube top or something? Well, right? they, they probably turned up the cranked up the AC. Yeah. Then they jumped immediately over to asteroids blowing up the Earth. God damn. Very positive start to that podcast. But, you know, do we think enough about it? I mean, we've we've got away with it for a while. I don't know when the last reported giant asteroid was, maybe 12,000 years ago. No, they've passed by Earth pretty regularly. No, no but ones that hit us and that, like, wreck oh. us. Well, the, you, the what is it? Uh, what is um that fellow that works with Graham Hancock always talk about? Mm. Oh, he yeah. Uh, shit, I was gonna say Carson Daly, but that's completely wrong. Um, Randall Randall Carlson. He uh yeah. What is it? The hunger driest die off. The like twelve thousand eight hundred years ago impact that potentially upset the twelve. So that so that's my guess. That's not long. Well, no, the, the Tunguska event. Ooh, 19, what's that? Or the early 1900s leveled oh, all those. Northern Russia? Yeah. Yeah. Flattened Level trees, up. though. Thank God that. Yeah. Miles around. But if that was New York City, dude, the, you know, and I think that's I think that's the game changer there. It's just, like, circumstantial. If it happened to be, like, London, the whole world for the next hundred years would have been so focused on prevention of asteroids at right. blowing us up. But it was uh, in the well, woods, what dude. can you do? Is that a what new saying if the asteroid falls in the woods, nobody and nobody hears it? Or what's the what's that saying? Well that would be true with almost everything else except for an asteroid. Because <laughs> I think that was heard for Thousands of miles or something. Yeah, and we knew it. Hundred, hundreds of miles. We know it happened. We know it but happened. they do fall. They do fall, or heavenly bodies do enter our atmosphere. They land every day. What's your but, thoughts on Joe saying that the Egyptians possibly built all that shit before the asteroid came? Yeah. Before the 10,000, 12,000 year old one did. And then it was yeah. just that civilizations after that asteroid, after everyone got knocked back to maybe the Stone Age-ish, they oh, just, yeah. like, found these big, you know, monuments 
Well, you're going to move into the most durable structure. You're going to find something that's standing. Well, they, they couldn't, they couldn't move under, into right? the pyramids. It didn't have oh, like true. housing in there. But they saw that as a beacon and rallied around it. Mm-hmm. And there definitely were other structures, you know, that they could have dug out and whatnot. But anyways. No doubt. Probably were. Yeah, I think so. And then they just drew all over them with their like well, they, pictures. So the, the the older pyramids have are are made out of that stuff that is almost impossible to cut. Their inner walls are made out of that stuff that's like diorite, I believe. That's all those vessels are made out of. Those right, very right. durable. What and is it? So what is they diorite? Like a type of granite? I it's a compressed rock. It's like from the bedrock. So it's very hard, very, very hard. Yeah. Marble's soft. Granite, you can chip off. And then they were talking about a rock that is quite a bit harder. And they've and they've cut them perfectly, right? Like perfect like, bowls. Like perfect almost as things. if they are made on a on a lathe, made made out of clay. They're these rocks are perfectly or these vessels are perfectly symmetrical and very, very hard. You can't even scratch it with you can scratch it, but it'd be it's it boggles the mind. So I'm I'm on, I'm in agreement with him that those civilizations were super advanced and yeah. possibly older than twelve thousand eight hundred years old. It's a real bummer that they, other than the, those cryptic things that they left behind, like that there wasn't one guy that was like, "Hey, real quick, if we get wiped out by an asteroid, that we're not actually leaving anything that they can make sense of." They won't even know how these things got here, and they're probably going to make up some dumb narrative to go along with it. However, saying that, are we doing the same thing? If we got wiped out today, pretty sure skyscrapers and things don't last long. We're not building stuff to be, like, here forever. Um, Jeff Bezos is making some sort of clock that can last, like, a million years, and and he's burying it underground. And maybe that's why he's doing it. It's like, you know, other than shit circulating in space, like we haven't found any satellites up there, right? And right. if you put a satellite on the right trajectory, doesn't it just stay up there all the time? It will not. Oh, it always needs some power? It'll constantly, it'll, everything you put in space has a timeline of it leaving our orbit. But That's I mean, a, is it is it beyond a ten thousand year time. timeline? Like, let's say that Egyptians had 10, a, a satellite up there. Could they put it on an angle just to like be there, and then it's like has a message in there for us? Maybe. I I think that it might be hundreds of years that it would leave. The Earth is is moving away from the Earth. You mean the but moon? I'm not sure. Uh, did I say the Earth? You said the Earth is moving away from the Earth. <laughs> That's all right. Yes, the moon. Yes, the moon. Okay. There is a rate at which they leave our orbit, but uh, yeah. I, what? What about what if the pyramid is a clock of itself? It talks about the our heavenly bodies, mm-hmm. the solar system. So, what would you do if you wanted to communicate with the future generations? Dude, you would then build I would, something like the well, I make I make uh, um, go black go backly tappy and I would bury it into the ground, or well the pyramids also. 
the pyramids were um as durable as it gets yeah but it does so, it doesn't really have a message like well the pyramid of giza does what is it telling us oh it, if if you haven't read fingerprints of the gods by Graham hancock you need to because yeah, it talks about our our world enters um the that so what would you want to communicate to our uh people your kids and your kids kids you would want to say hey this is a time of great peril be careful what would make the earth in peril attacked by a comet or attack a comet would hit us right. every every year twice a year our earth wobbles on its our earth spins and it also travels in an orbit and in our orbit it goes up and down wobbling in and out of dangerous territory and twice a year our earth wobbles into dangerous territory and that is just in math described in many of the places like Gobekli Tepe Tepe and the pyramid of Giza which doesn't originally have any hieroglyphics, only scratched stick figures because they did it later. You're right. But you I mean, build a pyramid. So, if you wanted to communicate with somebody, you'd build a pyramid with a warning built in. But where's the, the warning then? If nobody scratched star, anything, it's in the in. stars. Oh, they the just... warning is in the stars. The the way our zodiac moves through the sky and how it relates to true north, and the the book describes it a lot better than I will. Ah, I get it. Well, so you know, if, the problem if, is if then is problem. I want to give these ancient genius people a hard time because they forgot how dumb humans are because we're not picking up on this. There's only a we, few we're people not listening, man. There's a, there's only a few people that wrote books. There's only like have something better. How about make a laser and draw a picture on the moon? Just draw they didn't it. Have lasers just back then. Fi well, figure them out, and like that's what we should do. Never underestimate how potentially dumb we can be. There were like five mm -hmm. times today in my day today that I was like, God, I'm really dumb. I fucked these like things up. I broke my key. I bought the <laughs> wrong wiper for my car. It's like, yeah, we can be dumb. Don't underestimate it. Make it easy for us, just super geniuses. We're rascals. We are. We're short-sighted rascals. On that note, let's end it for this week. But God, what a good one. And we got some great ones coming up for later in the week. We gotta get into it. We gotta get into um mammoth tusks and bones coming up from the boneyard. You That's know gonna I'm be into a that. good one. That's gonna be a good one. The way that comes into it, you know, the younger dryers. We're gonna hit oh. that again. And crazy peptides and pharmaceutical shit. So what what are they doing to us? What are they doing? We don't know. But anyway, thanks as always for listening. Um, you guys are the best. Let's stay stay focused, folks. Who knows what's next? Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Adam. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.